Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <coughs> nice cough, Cole. Fuck's sakes. That wasn't me. That was me. God damn it. All right. Hey, guys. It's, uh, it's Rodney with uh, Cole and Will. Hello. Hey, guys. Hello. Uh, maybe I'll leave then. <laughs> maybe, you don't want me here. Maybe you should. Um, anyways, hey, we're going to talk about uh, Square Enix and Nintendo today. Their presentation at E3 got us all excited. And uh, we're going to talk about that. We'll start with Square Enix because uh, I'm a. Uh, if I talk about Nintendo, I might need to leave the podcast. My pants will be wet. Ooh. Mm. Mm, mm. Uh, anyway, so uh, sorry that we've waited so long to cover uh, E3, but uh, super busy here with uh, real life. All right, let's get started. <laughs> here it all comes right now. All right, here we go. Uh, so Square Enix had a pretty detailed uh, presentation. Uh, Will watched it, but I did not. And Cole, did you check it out? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't get like the whole thing, but I, I saw good chunks of it. Good stuff. Uh, Will, why don't you uh, lead us away with us? All right, so it's not going to be in the order of the conference. Uh, we're going to be reading off a bit of uh, some articles off of Kotaku right now to bit of be a bit of a refresher because it's been a little while since i've watched the conference but uh we're gonna start with the crystal dynamics long-awaited avengers game Mm. so who do you who do you choose in this adventure in this adventure avengers game i almost said adventures game like a fucking noob so you'll be able to play as uh five characters captain america thor hulk black widow and iron man this did you guys ever play the uh fantastic four game for like gamecube or playstation Yes, uh, I did not. This know. this looks like the Fantastic Four game. Like it's it's hilarious how I'm watching this. And I'm like, man, this like I feel like I've played this game before because of how much it looks like that. Yeah, I this what was that uh, Justice League game for f- the Wii? Was it the Wii? I think I played it. Um, I played that. Well, you know what I'm talking about, right? No, I, are you talking about Ultimate Alliance? Yes, I'm talking about Ultimate Alliance. That wasn't Justice League. That was uh, a Marvel as well. But yeah. So, will this game probably will play similar to that? I imagine. 
Uh, no, this is kind of an oh, not a full open world, but it's uh, a four player online co op. Right. Oh. Okay. So, who's getting who? Like, I mean, I don't give a shit either way. Who I am? Yep. It's like uh, Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee, but you have to let's let's go uh, uh, Marvel Alliance Iron Man. Yeah, and uh, you're, you're, you start with Black Widow, and you just kind of got to figure it out from there. <laughs> hey, Black Widow seems pretty dope from the trailers. She's like fighting big old robots. Yeah. Oh yeah, she she's a badass. Mm. I mean, she I think- has a badass. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Cole's bringing the thunder with that. Um, so next, uh, you want to move on? Are you guys done with that game there? Well, I also <laughs> wanted to say, uh, it's got a great voice, uh, voice cast as well. You have Troy Baker playing Bruce Banner and Nolan North will be, uh, voicing, uh, Tony Stark. Man, those guys, you just can't take them apart, can you? No, that's the problem nowadays too, is that you can play a game and, uh, you'll just pick out their voice. Yeah, they can try to be good voice actors. I mean, they are, but... We'll find him. So the best thing right now about this game uh, is the last line in this paragraph, which says uh, um, it will have four-player online co-op, and every new character and map added to the game will be free. No random loot boxes or pay-to-win scenarios. Mm-hmm. It will have microtransactions. But, I mean, we've discussed this before. Microtransactions are relatively okay because you know what you're getting. Yeah, I, I picture for this, the microtransactions are definitely going to be cosmetic suits for, or, like, outfits for each character. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Something Dude, different from all the comics. Shit. Like, what can you really do with Hulk, though? Unless you do, like, Red Hulk and... Purple um, pants. Blue yeah, pants. purple pants. Uh, Red Hulk, Grey Hulk. Banana um, hammock. <laughs> Hulk dong. No, Hulk it sounds dong. like we're talking about Mark. Yeah, he's a big old banana hammock Hulk. No, well, I mean, got, there's he's also... got a uh, banana hammock pan- um, boxers. Ew. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's super hot, Mark. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. I want to see um, what's that, Professor Hulk? He's just dressed up like Bruce yeah, Banner with the glasses. That's, that's the Gray Hulk. Yeah. What if you is did... it Gray Hulk? Uh, the Professor Hulk is Gray Hulk. Oh, did you look at that? It's... Learning stuff. What if you could change Hulk's like skin pigment to like red or? something that'd yeah. be cool there is red hulk but it's not uh, actually bruce banner that would be um uh general uh, uh yeah his, his wife's or his girlfriend's dad isn't it general, yeah uh general Baham- Baham- oh my god thaddeus something general banana hammock thanks cool my fucking joke went super <laughs> sideways <laughs> i was gonna call i was gonna call him mustache rider mm. <laughs> He's, he's got a fabulous mustache in the movies. <laughs> uh, everybody, just a fun fact about Will: his best friend was Stan Lee. Yeah, and and someone. As long as I've known Will, he's had his picture with Stan Lee as his profile picture. Yeah, and someone, yeah. someone's asked Will, "Is that your grandpa?" Are I you know. serious? Yes. Yeah, that was so stupid. He has the same grandpa as his best buddy Joel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who said that? Someone said that at work, and I almost smacked them, but I I was too busy laughing too hard. Wasn't it Michelle? Yeah, you know what it was. Yeah, it was Michelle. (laughs) Alright. Do you have anything else to say about Marvel's Avengers? Moving on. A-Day. What does A-Day stand for? Let's get to the bottom of that quickly. What is Avengers Day? I don't know. Survey says I don't care. Alright, moving on. 
Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake is still episodic, in case you were wondering. So the first installment, the one that'll ship on March 3rd, which is my birthday, motherfucker, uh, will include a Midgar portion of the original game, which has been expanded. It'll take up to two Blu-ray discs. Really? Discs? Holy crap. Discs? Man, yes. Final Fantasy VII was always big. On the original PlayStation, it was seven discs. Yeah, but if it's if it's that big on the PS One, um, shouldn't it be like we're downloading fucking games now that are like a hundred gigabytes? Like it can't be. That's more what than I that. mean. It's gonna be two discs and probably like a hundred gigabytes for that's, Episode One. The whole thing is like, yeah, it's just episodes. It's not even the full game. It's just parts of the game. Yep. But huh. I think they're doing something in each part. Like it's not just gonna be a copy paste of the game. They're gonna add so much more features. Oh, they too. are like the. First, They're going to uh, do so much world building. Yeah, it's been massively expanded. Yeah. Man, Cloud is looking sickly in this thumbnail for the Final Fantasy remake gameplay demo. Cloud is not looking too good. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of really that pale. Somewhere you can show that, but yeah, he's just like thin, but like wiry and muscly, and his face just looks like, oh, that freaks me out. Yeah, we haven't really seen too many of the characters uh, in action for the gameplay uh, footage they showed off uh, at E3. All we saw was uh, Cloud and Barrett. Uh, they've got the remake trailer. It's got a bunch of everybody in action, too. Yeah, but is that actual ga uh, gameplay? I thought yeah, that looks was like it's cinematic. Gameplay. Looks like it. No, there's gameplay. There's definitely gameplay. Mm hmm. Well, a demo will be playable at Square Enix's booth at E3. Wah, wah, it's over. So, uh, previous versions of the... Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, they screwed up on the original paragraph, so they added a uh, correction for the number of discs. So, two Blu-ray discs. Like, how big is this fucking game going to be when it's fully out, all four parts? You'll need a hard drive for just Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> oh, this is going to suck. So you have to buy the game for $80 and then buy a fucking... $500 hard drive just to fit it on your goddamn Xbox or PlayStation. Yeah. But Final Fantasy 7 is the, the most beloved of the franchise, I think. Yeah, people love it. It's the one that people start with. I mean, like, if you play Final Fantasy, like, 2 through, what is it, like, 6 or so good, like, such good storytelling, but everybody just seems to gravitate towards 7. Yeah, people have been asking for a Final Fantasy 7 remake since Final Fantasy 7 came out. <laughs> make it again, make it again. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, like, I remember in high school dating, like, some girl who was like, she tried to get me into the Final Fantasy games. She would dress up as Cloud and hit you with her buster sword? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or else I would I would have married her right there. No, Done. Um, but yeah, no, so. Uh, yeah, she was talking about Final Fantasy VII, and that was in, like, 2008. Yeah, it's been it's been long rumored for a while. Now that we actually a couple years ago they got the confirmation, now we're actually seeing the game in action and we have a release date. People are even more excited about it. So just to top yeah. uh, put a cherry on top of the Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 8 is getting remastered as well. And if you're worried uh, and uh, you were worried it wouldn't, but it'll be out on PS4, Switch and Xbox One and PC this year. Now, the difference here, though, is where uh, 7 is being remade, 8 is being just remastered. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. So, it's, it's the just graphical-wise, it still looks old. 
but yeah, yeah. it's still got a little bit of... They give a little bit of love to it. But it's not a full, full remake. No, it's just a quick remaster like they've done with a lot of other games. Yeah, like Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, because they did yeah. remaster that a couple years ago, if I remember correctly, but uh, this is a remake. If you're getting all these people into, like, all these new people they're going to bring in to play Final Fantasy VII, right? Like, it's going to pull in a huge crowd of new players, along with old ones. So, I mean, what's the next step people are going to want to do? Hey, let's play eight. So, let's remaster eight. It's just going to get that whole new group of people maybe more excited to play eight and then go back and play through the, the rest of the game. Yeah, it's kind of funny, though, that they've already remastered, or, well, remade. I th- well, not really. Is it a remake or a remaster? I think it's a, a mixture of the two, but the 10 11. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I played the the remastered version of, like, 1 and 2 on, on my Game Boy Advance. Oh, yeah, it, it was that old-school Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice to see that they're giving love to other stuff than just Final Fantasy VIII in this time, or Final Fantasy VII in this time of everybody loves Final Fantasy VII. So, yeah. when we die, they'll, like, release the Final Fantasy Ultimate pack, and it'll have Final Fantasy 1 through 20. And it'll take up about 125 terabytes. You'll have to grow a child and just, like, store it all in the memory of the child. <laughs> Science. Yeah. Yes, this is my, my game child. I play through his memories. Yeah. Square Enix <laughs> announced a limited edition collector's edition that you could uh, only get through their website. That has uh, a statue of Cloud on his motorcycle. Oh, what game? Um, Metro Exodus did that like limited time. They only had 10 special giveaways for their game, and I wanted one so bad. I didn't get it, so I'm kind of choked that, you know, if you want to get that and you can't get it. You got to be like on top of it. Like they only make a certain amount for these, right? And it's the same thing with this one here from Square Enix. I bet you they have like 500 and after that it's done. It's gone, yeah, exactly. And those 500 will all go to Japanese people. <laughs> yeah, and one to Will. No, I didn't order it. Uh, I don't have any more room for collectibles right now. I was going to say, Jesus, that's showing some restraint. Not buying a collectible <laughs> edition. <laughs> I'll just start like, buying them and leaving them at your house, Rodney. Well, if you die, I hope you will all your Will items to me, because then I'm just going to sell <laughs> all your collectibles. All right, so I'll have to update my will uh, sometime soon. Yeah, that I, that'd be an interesting conversation uh, in the for lawyer's the office. Well, not for the wife, but for the well, the wife wouldn't fucking want him. Let's be real. That's yeah, true. It's, it's like all video game uh, para- paraphernalia goes to Rodney. Yeah, and then Brittany be like, "What the fuck? We don't want that." But like, I do. You don't want hey, it, but I do. You you'd have a fucking truck show up at your house with like <laughs> just full to the tits of like it would old be video good for games. the podcast. We'd have some good giveaways. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then, Let's uh, kill but, Will. but I'd be down a host. So, ooh, yeah. that, ooh. we should we should start planning that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the will the will conspiracy. Yeah. Anything else about Final Fantasy? No, I think we're, uh, I think no, we're, done. we're good. Yeah. Uh, so now we're on Romancing Saga 3. It's finally leaving Japan. So no one knows what the fuck it is here. Because we don't have any Japanese listeners. Um, mind you, they probably this don't. This is a, a classic NES game. Uh, it has left Japan, but it's never been translated. I have seen this game in like stores before, like, but in Japanese. Yeah, it's never been localized. 
No. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say if this was new, I mean, like we've we've come so far to make Final Fantasy not look like Final Fantasy, and now we're trying to make games look like old school Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so but yeah, it looks really fun. It looks uh, it looks kind of like Chrono Trigger. Or that's the one game I'd love to see make a return is Chrono. Yeah, Trigger. Yeah, come on, get that. That'd be a cool Smash character if they did a remake of that. Yeah. I think Chrono Trigger and 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 uh, what the hell's your freaking stupid name, Bayonetta. Would would conflict with each other a lot. Why? Because Chrono Trigger. Time travel. And try yeah, time travel. It's not just Chrono Trigger. There's another one too. Chrono Trigger. Is that the first one or the second one? The first one is Trigger, and I think Chrono Cross is the second. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That would actually be such a, that sort of that'd be such a trolly fucking like comp- uh, competitive battle to watch. Some some guys bayonetta and some other guys. Uh, Chrono Trigger. Chrono. Just Chrono. I d- though I do have to say this remake, like I'm watching the trailer again for Romancing Saga 3 and it, it does look actually pretty good. Yeah, it does. Like, I mean, yeah, it looks awesome. I've never had a chance to play this game and since it's coming to PS4, Vita, Switch, PC, Xbox One, iOS, and Android, I have so many choices, so I will most likely pick. play them all? <laughs> no, I don't either. all the time in the world. I think it'll probably be my Switch. I'm actually very surprised they're bringing it to the Vita as I thought the Vita was pretty much killed off. I was just going to ask you that, actually, yeah. Hey, man, they bought Dance Dance, or uh, just Dance to the Wii, so who knows <laughs> what we will get in the future. Yeah. N64 games are back. I would buy a new N64 game. Fuck yeah. Me too. Like, I mean, well, I still have my N64, but I don't have any of my games, so I want some, yeah. I want some new ones. Oh, we can play some this weekend. Oh, hey, actually, I was thinking we should set up my simulator this weekend, and I'll open up that 2-6 challenge again. We'll do some oh, point, no. Yeah. We'll have to post that on our, our channel for everyone, eh? Fuck yeah. There you go. Get excited, everybody. Uh, anything else Japanese you want to do? Well, uh, additional to Romancing Saga 3, we have uh, Saga Scarlet Grace, um, which is a, 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 the latest release in Square Enix's uh, Saga RPG series. Is there is the one the the like the uh, 2D kind of RPG and then the other one's the 3D RPG? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So, but uh, nobody knows what the fuck these are because they've no. been in Japan for. The funny thing is, though, is every game Square Enix makes. There's only a couple that don't look like Final Fantasy. Be real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you like Final Fantasy, stick to it. If you like Romancing Saga Three, stick to it. Yeah. Don't don't go out of your shell. Yeah. All right, let's move on here to the next bit. Uh, so we have a game called Outriders. It's a new shooter game from People Can Fly. Is that their man? Have you played Bulletstorm? Yeah, the same guys who did Bulletstorm. Yeah, and uh, Gears of War Judgment. Oh. Uh, Gears of War Judgment. I was actually a guy I work with. He is like the craziest Gears of War fan I've ever met. His name is Drake, and he is like read every single book. He listened to all the novels on like audiobook and stuff. And he's like, "Oh, dude, he's telling me all this cool stuff about Gears Five, and I'm getting hyped." But he also talked about how much he hated Judgment. So it's uh, yeah. Now it's making me sad that it's from Judgment. <laughs> I did like Bulletstorm though. So oh yeah, Bulletstorm was freaking awesome. What a yeah. goofy game. 
No, the thing is with Outriders, it says it's a one to three player cooperative shooter. But the from the trailer that they showed off, they didn't really show it off as like a, a campaign too much. Yeah, it's just no. like aliens or something. I don't know, it looks very fiery. I don't know. I can't get a good beat on this trailer. So, I, uh, so sorry to cut you off. So, first of all, the chick looks like the chick from Doom, but like before she got like taken over by the hell demon things. Or um, Charlie's Theron from uh, Mad Max. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I was going to say is, is it one to three player co-op and there's always three people and then when you play with by yourself, the other two are AIs? They never even talked about the game. They just announced it. Oh, yeah, so. it doesn't look like too much is known about it yet. Well, I'm now concerned because if it, if it is that where you're the only actual human player, the other two become AIs. I'm I'm getting a flashback for Halo Five, so I just really hope that they fucking iron that out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like, if you've played a Gears game, which Rodney you haven't, the AI is usually pretty good. Like, um. Yeah. I don't remember really having any problems with Gears of War AI because, I mean, in the games, you always have a, a co-op option. Yeah. And there's always an AI. Like, it's always you and an AI, and it's up to uh, three AIs. And, I mean, it's usually all's well. So, I mean, I wouldn't be too worried about that. The best AI I've seen was in Far Cry 5. Resident Evil 5. Oh, sorry, Far Cry 5. <laughs> no, for me, it was Far Cry 5, uh, with the exception of the RPG guys because they were dumb as a second coat of paint, but... Um, yeah, the, everybody else was super fucking intelligent. Is I it just me, or I think a second coat of paint is actually a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, this looks fun. I'm, I might check this out since I'm a I'm a big yeah. Gears fan. So they will talk more about this game in winter. It is coming to Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Sweet. Alrighty. So next game we have on here is. Uh, Oh yeah, here we go, Japanese name. <laughs> Oninaki. Holy fuck! That was actually pretty good. So Oninaki will be available on August 22nd, 2019. It's the ladies from Tokyo's RPG factory, makers of I Am Setsuna and Lost Sphere. Uh, I, I did really enjoy I Am Setsuna. Uh, the, it was very story-driven. I really loved uh, how, how the game played out. Yeah. I never got the chance to play Lost Spear, and uh, Oninaki kind of very similar art style. I bet you it's you know it's another RPG. <laughs> yeah, you know what's odd is um, I've uh, been studying Japanese here uh, recently just to try to sharpen up on it. I could probably read the Japanese name with the Japanese characters better than I can in the fucking English um, Romanji bullshit. What? Yeah, what do you mean? I, yeah, so, my brain didn't process that. So, <laughs> so um, obviously there's no there's no Roman characters for Japanese words. So they've they made up a language called Romanji, which is basically what we're reading on this article right now. So the O-N-I-N-A-K-I, that's, Roma, oh, that's yeah. Romanji of Japanese words. But if it was the actual Japanese characters, I could fucking read it easier. Oh, you're saying the the yeah, like the our way to try to Englishize Japanese translation is harder yeah. than yeah, the original Japanese version. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Come on, Japan, don't treat us like idiots. Fuck. We know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot even pronounce anything. Even if it was in Japanese, I wouldn't be able to pronounce it at all. Yeah, well, hey. Keep you, making it easier for me. You just go over to Japan, as long as you know the word sushi, you're fucking set. Rough. <laughs> uh, so moving on, <laughs> we have a follow-up to the next, uh, the mobile game Final Fantasy Brave XVS. XVS. What is it again, Will? <laughs> follow-up to the mobile game Final Fantasy Brave XVS. Nice. XVS. XVS, yeah. I did play this. I enjoyed it. Uh, it, it was an interesting game. I, it's very different for me to get into a mobile game. Unless it's Blades, of course. Yeah, Blades it, Blades has a lot to offer where XVS and a lot of other games just get really repetitive. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even, like, do Blades for that long. I mean, like, I can play it for a little bit every day, but yeah, it gets... Even yeah. that it gets too much. Even though it's, like, super fun in this pack of stuff, it just gets too repetitive after a while. Mobile games are tough that way. Yeah, so... This is good old Pokemon Go. Still rocking that after four years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Brittany and I are... Or not Brittany. Um, oh, yeah, Brittany and I are going to become ultra friends tomorrow. It's going to be great. Nice. Yep. Get on that best friend train, baby. Yep. I'm 12 days away from my next best friend. I'm stoked. Oh, yeah. That's a good Japanese game. That's a Japanese game I can get behind. Is Niantic Japanese, or are they... I thought they were European they or something. They are European. Yeah. Pokemon's Japanese, though. Well, yeah, but they just incorporated the idea and then capitalized on the mobile market. Like, geniuses. Yeah, and now uh, Harry Potter's trying to do it, and uh, Jurassic Park tried to do it, and... Uh, Keyword is try. Just tried. play Pokemon, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, but the Harry Potter one, isn't that actually from Niantic? Oh, double dipping, double dipping. So they, they just literally Johnny copied Blaze. and pasted the engine and and mechanics and just changed. Pretty the skin. much, yeah. Fucking annoying. Yeah. So <laughs> now the next game, this one I'm actually kind of excited for because I really enjoyed this, uh, the original uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. I never played Crystal Chronicles. Take it away, Will. You guys disappoint me. <laughs> yeah, just assume uh, I didn't play it. So. So it's definitely Final Fantasy, but it's more chibi. Oh yeah, I know this game. You know, if your characters are basically look like kids, the but it's like it, it, Fable, Fable esque. Yes, but it's a it's a great game. The story still Final Fantasy. You have your uh, your tactical um, RT not RTS. What is it? Um, is it RTS? Uh, yeah, turn based strategy. No, turn -based. it's real. Yeah, yeah, turn based strategy. So, this uh, we're getting a remastered edition this winter. Uh, it's coming to mobile phones in addition to the Switch and PlayStation 4. I love how they're, at least on Kotaku here, they're like, it's also coming to mobile phones in addition to Switch and PlayStation 4. Personally, I would have been like, it's coming to the Switch and PlayStation 4 in addition to mobile phones. No, in addition to means like it's more important. I don't know. I think they did it right. Uh, uh, you think, I think it's, it's more important on the uh, on the phones? I think it's half six dozen or whatever the fucking that term is that I can't say. Confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys. Uh, anyway, so I mean, you sound excited about it, Will, but I kind of don't care. 
<laughs> uh, you don't really, you're not into those JRPGs, though. No, no. That's no, what keeps no. us unique. That's what keeps everybody coming back to Video Games Now podcast, how unique we are. Me, I love RPGs because of the story element. You know, shooters can still have story as well, but I find, you know, American RPGs, Fable, or Fable is pretty good, but I still think JRPGs and foreign games do it way better for storytelling. Will also likes the scandally dressed Japanese ladies in our JRPGs. Mm, that's not in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the ones Will plays. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, no, okay. I'm uh, I'm into RPGs as well, but not to the extent that Will is. Like, I liked Fable as well. Um, but uh, I lose interest a lot quicker than, than Will does. Will 100% the shit out of everything. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta grind for it, man. Those are yeah. those are grindy games. Cole, personally, if I wanted scantily uh, clad uh, women from a Japanese game, I'd just play uh, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. Ah, I yeah, you're right. But I mean, like that's that's <laughs> almost like it leaves nothing to the imagination, you know. It's <laughs> for leaves left me free to think about. Just gives you everything. And why play that game when you have the internet? But anyways. Um, <laughs> Will just no, I can't make that joke. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Uh, I'm gonna get you for that one, Cole. Oh man, I'll tell you what the joke was later. Maybe I'll bring. Okay, I'll say it later in the podcast. Don't we, worry, everybody. We, You'll we, hear it. We figured it out. Oh, well, I figured it out. Anyways, uh, All right, so on. next game here is the Last Remnant remastered, and it's available today on the Switch. And it was released for the P- it was released for the PlayStation Four at the end of the year. So they announced that at uh, E3, who's super cute. So I don't know what The Last Remnant is. Sorry, sorry, Will. I've never played The Last Remnant. I know of it. I'm. It's basically... You know how many RPGs there is? I don't have time we to can't play do it a single people. one. We can't yeah. do it. <laughs> Unless it's Will. Will, well, I'm disappointed in you. Get your uh, shit. Out. Yeah, well, honestly, you played... Then how about this? You guys start giving me half your paychecks, and I'll start playing more games. Done. Well... You played the Saga games, and they weren't even available. Or, sorry, they they weren't even localized. They're still localized, but it's just uh, um, tech, or, like, the subtitle. Oh, I see. uh, And then sometimes they do add some English, like, voice acting to some of the cinematics, but that's about it. Right. All right, anyways, uh, moving along here. We're almost done with Square Enix, and then we'll be moving on to Nintendo, which is what Cole and I are most excited about. Nintendo. Nintendo. Uh, Square Enix collectively, or collective will publish Circuit Superstars in 2020. It's a top-down automotive, or automobile, I can't talk. It's a top-down automobile racing game developed by Vancouver-based Original Fire Games, formerly known as Apex Racing League. I'm sure that they changed the Apex Racing League to avoid getting sued by Apex. Not even that. It's just people looking up Apex seeing a racing game and then just being uninterested. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was more the legal thing. Nah. Circuit Superstars. This is a pretty dope name. Yeah. Have so. to check it out, though. It's a Vancouver-based. Yeah. Yep. Um, I Why should... do you know from Vancouver? Well, we talked to Curtis from Kabom Games, uh, like a couple months ago and he told us what it takes to be a game tester and that they have beer on tap which was a fucking crazy thought I had be loose goosey yeah. yeah they're they're drinking 24/7 oh yeah well they they have to we would fit right in 
<laughs> Damn right I would. Alright, so. drinks and plays games. He's like the Tyrion Lannister of this. If that was the job criteria, man, I'd fucking move up fast. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be dead. Move up fast. Alright. Kingdom Hearts 3 in that company before long. <laughs> The, I, I think you would Kingdom get fired. Oh, oh. I think you would get fired because you would drink all their fucking booze and it's there for like leisure. And then give their games shit reviews. <laughs> yeah. I all can't right. move my character very well. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Kingdom Hearts 3 is getting DLC called Remind. Um, this winter, yes, this was announced a couple job, days. Eh? Good job, Disney. Good good naming. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. That was a bad joke. Uh, this winter, yes, it was announced a couple days ago, but just in case you missed it, Remind. Remind. We gotta get Brandon uh, Blanton Smith on for uh, for uh, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I haven't even played Kingdom Hearts three, so uh, we'll have to definitely. We'll get an expert. In. We, we, have, we have an expert. We'll bring him in. Don't you worry. Yep. All right, that about does it for Square Enix. Unless you guys have anything else to add. Uh, I want another Hitman game. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Carry on. All right, so Nintendo now. So Nintendo... Uh, I didn't even watch the Nintendo one because it was on a fucking Tuesday. Why is E3 in the middle of the goddamn week? That's annoying. Uh, Anyways. Can't just shit together, E3. So uh, as it's tradition, Nintendo finished out the four-day marathon of E3 live streams with its direct presentation Tuesday morning. The big news, a full sequel to Breath of the Wild... Uh, and it, it also we also got an update on Luigi's Mansion, Animal Crossing, and a bunch of other smaller announcements, plus two exciting new Smash characters. So we'll get into uh, we'll get into the nitty gritty of this. Uh, we're gonna do a Zelda podcast uh, on the next podcast, so we're not gonna talk about Zelda too much in this one. We'll just cut a great. I read so much about Zelda today. I was reading articles like crazy. I got some info. I'm I discovered ready. a fucking cool ass glitch in Breath of the Wild that I, that has actually inspired me to speed run it now. Nice. Let's uh, talk about that on the podcast, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's called the uh, Big Time Bounce, and that's all I'm going to say, and I'll talk about it on the next podcast. All right, guys. It's called Building Suspense. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's in development, the second uh, Breath of the Wild there. So we didn't get much more than a teaser trailer, but it showed Link and Zelda exploring a dungeon together. So let your mind wander as far as what they might be. There so, is a lot more information out about it now, like a ton, and uh, it's yeah. going to be pretty exciting. I got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this. All, is, oh, go ahead. All, uh, all we can we'll talk about right now is basically we're excited. Yes. Yeah. Breath of the Wild was Zelda at its finest. Yeah. Game of the year. Game of the year. Hashtag Zelda. So fucking good. Anyways, so this next bit, um, when it was announced, I had Will, Cole, and like four other fucking people text me going. Banjo Kazooie's uh, in Smash. I called you. Oh yeah, you called me, and I'm like, "Hey, you're like, can you talk?" I'm like, "Not really." You're like, "Banjo Kazooie's in Smash." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> That's how. Yeah, I I I did call you. I called like four people that day. I called a lot of people to tell them that Banjo Kazooie was in Smash, and they all already knew, but I still had to call them. Well, the funny I just thing, I can't believe you called Rodney when you know he's working. Oh, like, could you like his phone's pretty loud? So like, you're telling him that, and probably Mary Joe and everyone else in the office hears him. Oh yeah, they would be like, "What's a banjo kazooie?" 
Uh, but it's funny because we were talking about this either like a few podcasts before it was announced, and we said Banjo because we would never be in Smash because Rare owns the rights, yada yada yada. Um, and then Nintendo was like, we're not going to partner with anybody outside of whoever we partnered with to make characters. So I was like, that's it. No more Banjo-Kazooie. And they like leaked. A bunch of things got leaked about who the new characters were. And one of the things was the next one was going to be uh, uh, the Dragon Quest heroes. Yep. And then the Dragon Quest heroes came and I was like, yeah, that leak was probably accurate. Like it seemed pretty true. Like the sources were, were pretty good. But Banjo-Kazooie was never leaked, which, which like shows how heavily they were hiding that news that even yeah. though every like almost everybody else got leaked or could potentially have been leaked well i remember banjo i remember that uh, will was saying that uh, Shig- uh shigeru miyamoto or not shigeru miyamoto or was it maybe him and and uh the head of the xbox were meeting for some secret fucking meeting thing at e3 yeah and well i also oh go on yeah and i think it was probably to make some sort of deal like get banjo kazooie and smash and then maybe in in uh in return, like they would allow them to release DK sixty four, like a rare game, like maybe on like an Xbox, like rare replay or something. That'd be pretty cool, you know. So um, they are working also, together. Yeah, 100%. yeah. I think too, like um, a good friend of ours, uh, he was really into the the um, how Nintendo was making the streaming for PC and for Xbox, and I think Nintendo wanted to get on board with that. Or Nintendo was like interested in that, so they were kind of talking to Nintendo a little bit about how their streaming would look and if it would like kind of partner with Microsoft. I mean, that could be I could be totally wrong, but he's been pretty good with his info. So I mean, that would be kind of a cool meeting if they got on board with the streaming system too, kind of like what everything is going with nowadays. I always thought Banjo Kazooie would be like a second skin for like Duck Hunt. Oh man, that would be such a kick in the teeth, wouldn't yeah. it? Just being like, and oh, we want this character. Here's I mean, I love Ban- um, uh, Duck Hunt. Like, it's a it's a lot of fun to play, but not the best character. Like, I wouldn't, I don't play a lot of Duck Hunt. So, I mean, if the character that I wanted so bad got a skin for a character I don't play that much, oh, just a slap in the teeth. Yeah, I I'm more happy about them being their own characters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my, of course, hundred percent. Right, now so- we just got to get Elf. Elf's yeah. got to be his own character. <laughs> Ban- <laughs> Ban- Banjo deserves uh, some respect <laughs> oh i'm so excited to see what the skins are gonna be yeah oh, i didn't even think about that mm. well, skins that's the only game that gets me excited for skins you know cole i could show you some skin i'm ready <laughs> we'll we'll talk about what you search online <laughs> later <laughs> while the baron bird so. formerly a nintendo property but now microsoft's might have seemed like a pipe dream nintendo's big reveal at the end of the uh, it show was that banjo kazooie were indeed coming to smash this fall before that, before that, this summer will be the hero, a single character that can represent the heroes from several different Dragon Quest games. Which is really cool. Yeah. I like that idea that that's what they did. All right. Yeah, so- I love Dragon Quest. So it, when they say it's the hero, I bet you all the skins will be different. Uh, the different heroes from each uh, game. Hundred percent. And I think they showed only five. I mean, it could be wrong, but I, I remember from the trailer, I only saw. I didn't see every single skin i think at once yeah me either but i mean yeah there's there's like each skin is going to be a different different character which is good that's awesome all right so next on the list here is uh, animal crossing new horizon for switch has been delayed to march 20 2020 
That's, that's a lot of a 20s. Lot of 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Plagiarism is fun. Yeah. Um, oh, it actually says that in the first fucking line of the paragraph. <laughs> I think that we're getting our information from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit more waiting than we first thought we'd have to do for Animal Crossing on the Switch, which was initially promised for 2019 or early 2020. Um, it was uh, already jam-packed, and now it is jammer-packed. Nintendo said it would reveal more information about Animal Crossing on its Treehouse live stream, uh, live live streams, which runs today, which whenever this was written, uh, until Thursday, yeah. which is probably the E3 week. Last week, yeah. yeah. We know a bit more about Animal Crossing. Uh, I didn't really look into it. It's Animal Crossing. What can you say? Yeah, it's just going to be more Animal Crossing, but better. More stuff in it. Um, somebody was telling me that, uh, might have been you, Cole, actually, that, uh, everyone was fucking choked that Animal Crossing got delayed, that, like, their stocks dropped. Uh, that was Mark. Yeah, oh, that yeah. wasn't, yeah. When did I see him? Can't no, remember. uh, when Let's I was Mark driving. Back on the ah, right, 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 yep. Yeah, he was telling us on speakerphone. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's brutal. That, uh, that is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we don't have the, any money now to finish the fucking game. It's shelved. Yeah, thanks guys. We're almost done. Need a little bit more time and carpets out. Yep. Yep, exactly. Alright, uh, you guys all good? Or? Yeah. yeah. Alright, so the Switch remake of Link's Awakening will have a, sh- uh, a short of custom dungeon mode and it drops on September 20th. Yeah, we should also almost wait to talk about this on our Link podcast as well. This one and the next one. Yes, I, yeah. I agree. But I have to say... For some reason, I mean, I know the reason, but man, I am so excited for this game. I don't know why I'm as excited as I am. Like, I just look at this game and I'm like, man, it looks like so much fun. Mm-hmm. But the more I see about it, the more I'm just like, I I want to play this so bad. I so never I'm played the originals, so that was. It, I've only not played uh, three Zelda games, and this is one of them. Mm. I played this and on the original Game Boy, and it is very—it was very fucking difficult. It was hack slash, or it was like hack and shield. Right. My, like, I mean, I love Breath of the Wild. I love Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time and like uh, Twilight Princess. But I mean, um, oh my God, Link to the Past was like, I, I was in love with Link to the Past, and this has the same i mean it's the old school right it has the same style and uh it looks like a just like a super cartoony fun version of link to the past so that's why i'm just mm, mm. and it's coming out on the switch too so it's going to be super visually oh, appealing yeah i'm getting it for the switch 100 percent. i think it, i think it only comes out on the switch i mean sorry I, yeah. I, I mean like i will be playing hell out of it on my switch that's what i meant to say Alright, so going back to the custom dungeon mode here, it says a new feature for this remake of the classic Game Boy game. You'll earn different chambers throughout the game and you'll then place them to create some sort of custom dungeon. Beat your creation and you'll win rewards. It's all hosted by Adampe the Gravedigger. Yeah, I think it's kind of like grinding almost, you know? It's like if you want to get some good new new stuff, you just grind through some of these dungeons you go along. Which right. is cool. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah. So there is a... Uh, excuse me, sorry. Oh, I yawned at the same time. Oh, fine, we're in sync here. Uh, so... Yeah, it's almost like we've been working all day. The... Yeah. The, uh... How the fuck do you say that word, Will? The ca- ca- Cadence. Thanks. Cadence. I would, I would not have said that. Uh, of Hyrule will be awa- available this week. So it's a crossover of Crypt of the Necrodancer and Legend of Zelda in which you fight through Hyrule to, be, to the beat of a guitar-shredding Zelda soundtrack 
remixes. It'll be out on June 13th, which is... Did you guys ever play Crypt of the Necrodancer? No. Uh, no? Okay. No. So, so this game, it, it, when it says that you'll go through Hyrule to the beat of guitar shredding Zelda soundtrack, so, like, the whole game is set to a beat. Like, every movement, every attack, every thing you pick up like it's on beat i don't know very much about music i'm not a musically technician guy but if you know anything about music like it's set to like this song so it's kind of like when you play guitar here and you got to get into the rhythm you get into the rhythm of playing the game so like every movement you're like you know and then every like attack has a different thing and it's like it weaves like songs and combat and gameplay together and it's it's like is oh, it like? I mean, it's so well done. Yeah. Is it like the Final Fantasy Symphony or, or whatever game for the DS and whatnot? Uh, I don't know. I mean, this is pretty like the, the Crypt of the Necrodancer came out. I think like two years ago on Steam, and uh, I, I don't know if they have the which DS did you say it came out on the Final Fantasy one? Uh, I'm looking right now. Final Fantasy. Um... That also kind of sounds like uh, Raymond Legends that came out for the Wii U. Oh, it's uh, Theater Rhythm, Final Fantasy. Came out for the 3DS. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, for 3DS. But I mean, like, I think it's pretty sophisticated. Like, it's much more sophisticated than you'd think. Like, it's not something that's just slapped together. Like, the the way the movements are and the way, like... It's so hard to explain unless unless you've played the game. But I mean, like, you should 100% check out. Like, if you, like... Uh, music and challenging games like it's really well put together so I think this game is going to be a lot better than it looks for someone who doesn't know Crypt of the Necrodancer like this is going to be a crazy good game yeah I'm looking at it and it's definitely the same thing as Cedar Rhythm okay cool I didn't even know I thought Crypt of the Necrodancer kind of did it first but yeah I'm going to check out other games that are similar to it well what about um, in the new Mario Party they have that like um, that music mode do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I know Will knows what I'm talking about because we fucking played it together. Which one? Maybe. It's the the music one. It's where you, you have to do little things to the beat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if it's like that at all. Anyways, so the next uh, game I'm fucking beyond ecstatic for. Luigi's Mansion 3. Yes. Uh, which has couch co-op. Thank fucking God they haven't gotten rid of anything like that. Uh, but they also have an online mode. Well, they had an online mode for the previous Luigi's Mansion, and uh, it was so much fun. I was talking to, uh, about this it here on eight-player uh, one too. Is it? Yes, yeah, eight on this. Um, yeah, it's because you can play as each person can play as a Luigi, and each place person can play as the Gooigi. Yep. Gooigi. 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 A second player will be able to join the fun when Luigi's Mansion hits the Switch in 2019. They can play as Luigi, which the Oxford Dictionary defines as a Luigi made of goo. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. Uh, Luigi can walk on spikes through obstacles, but will melt in water. You can also play as both Luigi and Luigi in single player, swapping between them to solve puzzles. The Scarescraper, fuck yes. It's the Scarescraper again. That was the best fucking mode in Dark Moon. Uh, the Scarescraper online co-op mode lets you seek out toads and take out ghosts with eight players. Um, so I'll just briefly explain it again for anyone who's new and or, and or forgot. It, uh, so basically it's a skyscraper, so you can select how many floors you want. So you can do a 5 floor, 10 floor, 25 floor. Uh, and then obviously set the difficulty. 
And then you go around each floor finding all the ghosts, and then as soon as you clear the floor, all the lights will turn on, and then you go into the center room and then go to the next floor. And then every fifth floor is a boss floor, so you and all the other Luigis have to beat the boss, and then all the lights turn on. And uh, between each floor, there's like a little roulette wheel that like kind of chooses little bonuses for people who did the best on the floor. Um, and you can find treasure, and oh yeah, it's it's super fun. Like, it's so much fun. We're gonna have to play it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Alright, so I th- I, that's it for Luigi's Mansion 3 now. Um, I'm sure more information will come out as with the rest of the stuff on this list. So the next one, oh, uh, the next one I know Will's excited for. I'm sort of excited. I, I, looking at some of this gameplay for this game, I'm kind of torn, but Damon X Machina. Is it a Machina? Damon X Machina? Uh, Machina, it's, yeah. It's, 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 you can say either, I think. It's like tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Potato, potato. Potato, potato. I thought it would play more like um, Mech Assault and stuff like that and Mech Warrior, but uh, it it Man. seems very... Um, I don't know the word I'm trying to think of. It looks like it. Mad World, like the Wii game Mad World. Like it's very like cartoony and boxy, yeah. you know? Like it's super boxy. Like all the buildings and all the like the layout, like that whole town just looks so boring. Yeah. Like, it just looks I, like a, I think like it a grid. It, it doesn't look like it's polished. No. What's a game that you could play? It was like for the N64 where you're a soldier and you get attacked by like giant ants or giant wasps. In like the, they had like just like a flat area, and they would just send waves of like giant ants at you. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no. I'll, I'll look boring, it up. Though. I'll look that. <laughs> oh no, it's actually pretty fun. But I mean, this looks like a boring version of that because mechs just don't do it for me, man. I just I, they just can doesn't. when there's a good story. And ah, no, and it looks I like a squish. I don't like electric pops and crunches. If if I shoot something, I wanted to go squish. <laughs> Man, I need I need that squish, man. I can't just mechs don't do it. The squish. Um, uh, all right, so yeah, you guys are good. We'll move on. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, no more heroes. Three is in development and will arrive in 2020, and it was teased at the end of the Travis Strikes Again. I really enjoy uh, No More Heroes. It's uh, it's an interesting concept for the Nintendo. Uh, I like hand or not handheld, but like for the Wii and stuff like that. I really enjoyed playing the games. Have either of you played uh, No More Heroes at all? Uh, I have not. I oh. zoned out because I'm trying to find this uh, ant game I was talking about, Francis. I, d- I doubt. Uh, I doubt Cole's played it either. Cole, have you played uh, No More oh, Heroes? No More Heroes. Uh, oh man, I played a chunk of the first one. But I never finish it. But I mean, like, yeah, there's some good bits. You know, like you save by taking a dump on the toilet. I mean, it's just like a big mock of games. But <laughs> it is. It it's well? a. Co- oh yeah, I played all of them. I'm looking forward to even Travis. Uh, Travis Strikes Again, which is like a remake, remake spinoff. But uh, No More Heroes Three, uh, I'm excited for. It's going to continue the story story of Travis uh, Touchdown. Nice. All right, so that's the main character, Travis. Touchdown, yep. Travis. I am like, I mean, I remember when that came out. Was it first came out for the Wii? Yes. Yeah. And then the oh. Wii two, uh, Wii U, and Wii two. You almost said Wii two. I heard it. Yeah. VG <laughs> two. They should have just called it the Wii two. The Wii U is just a stupid name. 
And it should it should have been spelled like T O O. <laughs> we too. We, we know a lot of a lot of people would have just changed the T to a P. <laughs> we P too. Um. We. Yeah. You said O O. How did you get P? I don't know. We we would like to play. You said so. I said we, and you're like, yeah, but two is T O O. And I was like, but a lot of people would change the T to a P. Oh, I see. I just okay, yeah, yeah. I I I, I saw where I got it, but I know where you got it now. Okay, I'm I'm picking uh, up what you're putting down. Yeah. All right, so the Pokeball Plus controller can be used with Pokemon Sword and Shield, which I think we knew about from that. Uh, uh, not the direct, but they announced it uh, some other time. So it can't be used as a controller. Hang on. It can't be used as a controller in the game, but it will let you take your Pokemon out in the world. If you spend some quality time with your favorite Pokemon, uh, then something good might happen, says Nintendo's Shinya Takahashi. Yeah, Takahashi. Takahashi. Yeah. I had to, like, really look at that one. So, no, they haven't really specified on what's going to happen. So I can't really say. What, what do you guys think? Well, I mean, we talked about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um few podcasts ago and um i mean i'm glad that they're they're adding on to their hardware because with past pokemon games like the uh uh, what the um the diamond no the jota remakes soul and silver soul 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 silver and heart gold they had the uh, poke walker and then like the poke walker is like in my fucking desk drawer beside me and i haven't touched it in about 10 years so you know um, mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're kind of recycling the Pokemon Plus, not only for Let's Go, but for future um, Pokemon games. So, are you thinking it's probably going to be used, uh, and I think this would be a cool way, is uh, Friendship. Friendship? Oh, well, with your, you know po- how with your Pokemon. Or some Pokemon evolve with a higher friendship, oh, right? Oh, fuck yeah. 100%, that should be how it is. Put fucking Pikachu or Pichu in the Pokeball and... Yeah, go yeah. for a walk for a day. Yeah. Why would you want to speak to though? Well, Pichu needs friendship to evolve. Yeah. Right. So. Yep. Um. Oh, by the way, Cole, I caught a Mew. I'm fucking stoked. Um, Pokemon Go. On what? Pokemon On Pokemon Go. Go. Yeah. Oh, you finished your your Mew challenge yeah, finally, and holy shit, he was hard to catch. Yeah, I, I, I caught that in the Celebi. I finished every single special research. I'm the best. Yeah, is Celebi as hard to catch as Mew? Uh, I didn't find any of them very hard to catch, but I mean, I have so many golden berries and so many master balls that, or not master balls, uh, ultra balls that I don't even know what to do with them. Well, no, Mew kept Mew was invisible, and every time you looked at it, he would fucking run like in the other direction, and you're like, "Fuck!" Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Celebi did the same thing. Yeah. Oh, that's annoying. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so third-party games now. We're done talking about Pokemon because we talked about it already. Um, yep. but, so previously untranslated mana game is coming to the Switch twice. You can finish reading that, Will, because I'm confused. Okay, so I haven't played any, like, uh, maybe I have played the mana games. I don't even remember. But uh, what is this? In 1995, Seiken Denetsu 3, the follow-up to the legendary action RPG Secret of Mana, has never left Japan until now. Today, it's finally going to be available in America as part of the collection of Mana. 
which is a Switch retro collection that includes the first three games in the Mana series, Final Fantasy Adventure for the Game Boy, Secret of Mana for the SNES, and the third game now titled Trials of Mana for its English language debut. Oh. That sounds interesting. We're going to have a podcast with games that were not released from Japan until now with Will. <laughs> yeah, and he'll pl- have played every single one of them. He better have, or else I'm not going to do the podcast with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent completed. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So I have played Secret of Mana for the SNES. So I don't know why the third game is called. Well, maybe this is the Japanese translation. Seiken Denetsu is the Secret of Mana. I don't like. I don't really know how the translation works there, but. Yeah. Well, when Ronnie brushes up on his Japanese, he'll let us know. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll narrate the whole game for you. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, but uh, there's more. So don't uh, don't want to wait to play the game in its original beautiful pixel art 2D form. Well, weird. It's uh, but okay. But a 3D remake of Trials of Mana in the vein of last year's Secret of Mana remake is heading to the Switch early 2020. Yay! So, will you <laughs> you said you hadn't played this game? I played The Secret of Mana, but I haven't played this one. Okay. It's never been brought to our West. Fucking Japanese and their secrets. We right. want them. All those animes. <laughs> all the documentaries. All them anime anime documentaries. Yeah. That's from a movie. It's from the Dick Figures movie. Ah. All right, so now we have a Dragon Quest Eleven S. Okay. Definitive no. edition. I didn't realize there were so many Dragon Quests. Yeah, I, I don't even think they started releasing them to the to the to North America until like whatever it was Will Six or something. Yeah, yeah, it was really it was like halfway through the. No, the Eleven Quest is game. the one that just came out for PS4, so it's now coming to the Switch. So this is a big move since it didn't hit the Xbox or anything. Well, and I also remembered that the Dragon Quest, this Dragon Quest game, like the graphics were like su- superb, like just yeah. mint. Yeah. Remember, this is the one I was played last year, and you uh, you were watching from out the line because you didn't want to. Well, no, it's not that I didn't want to. It's uh, we got lost and separated, and our fucking internet hub wouldn't work. So I was walking around the fucking oh, convention hall yes. for like an hour looking for you, and then I <laughs> finally found found you when you were playing Dragon Quest, and then I had to stand there and wait. Yeah. Oh, fun time. <laughs> it, the internet <laughs> hub did. Well, you know what? The internet hub didn't work because we were inside a fucking cement box. I know. I It'll be interesting because uh, next year, guys, we want to definitely try to uh, cover E3. Yes. From the actual show floor. Yes. So hopefully we can actually get a, an internet hub that'll allow us to actually do some live broad or live streaming straight from the, the floor. Yeah. And uh, the... Uh, internet in the actual convention center was just oh, fucking hot roddy garbage yeah i had even trouble like connecting to pokemon go yeah and uh that was uh th- it was lit pokemon go was fucking lit down there during pax oh oh man there everywhere you went there was freaking lures like <laughs> not not only lures just pokestops like there was pokestops like two feet away from each other like all the way down the street on every street and they they all had lures on it the only place that sucked is when we were waiting in line to get inside, remember? Yeah, There's but we nothing. had we had one Pokestop that we were camping on. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Witcher 3 is coming to Switch. It's called the Complete Edition, and it'll arrive later this year. 
So Witcher 3... I'm going to be buying this. Yeah. I want to replay The Witcher 3 again. I was debating playing it again on PS4, but now that it's coming to the Switch, I'm just going to wait. PC, baby. <laughs> Are you going to uh, pick this up, Rodney? Probably not, but uh, good. yeah, good for you, Will. Um, I think uh, <laughs> for your birthday, if I could afford it, I would have got you a PC. <laughs> but I'm not, uh, I'm not fucking Bill Gates over here. So. You're getting there. Am I? Have you seen my bank Thanks accounts? Thanks to all of you sponsors at Video Games Now <laughs> Patreon dot give Rodney money so he can be better than us. Be better than you. You so, make double what uh, Cole and I make. Ah, yeah. I don't know about that. Well, make, Cole actually makes bank. So I make fifty percent more than what Cole makes. Okay, I don't know. We're gonna we'll compare paychecks. We'll get your get oh, your uh, oh, T4. Well, I'm incorporated, so uh, I don't get taxed. Um, <laughs> well, right away, I have to pay taxes later. <laughs> right away, <laughs> everybody gets taxed. Trudeau will get you. Yeah, when he's not Trudeau. figuring out how to recycle a plate. Yeah, when Trudeau figures out how to form a fucking sentence. Then I was actually surprised. Uh, gas the other day was a dollar nineteen. Yeah, I filled up on my home and it was a buck twenty. Yeah, buck twenty-four. So don't, don't know what's happening there. Anyways, who cares about Canadian politics? Yes, our prime minister rides to work on two fucking Canada geese. So what? All right. So um, Resident Evil's five and six are coming to the Switch. Uh, ah. Switch, <laughs> Switch draws even closer to housing the complete Resident Evil collection. They're both. They'll both be out this fall. So what? I will. I'll be getting Resident Evil five for the Switch. Hell yeah. So which ones is it missing? The Switch. Seven. Is there that Seven many? Seven and... Th th it got four, right? Uh, yeah, oh, it definitely got four. Did it get... Th it, it has one, two. It has four. It, it has three, then. Okay, uh, hold on a second. Uh, Capcom Resident Evil lineup for Nintendo Switch. We're figuring this out right now. Resident Evil 6, 5, 4... Uh, uh, zero... And one? So I don't know what this one is here. So there's a zero, Resident Evil Zero? Yeah, there's it's Resident Evil with a zero and a slash through it. Yeah, Resident Evil Zero. Yeah, Resident Evil Zero. Resident Evil, Resident Evil four, five, and six. And then okay. Resident Evil Revelations and Resident Evil Revelations two. Okay, so okay. we're missing two and three. Alright. Well glad we cleared yeah. that up. Two and three. And seven. I didn't realize yeah. there's that many Resident Evils. Uh, Ronnie, get on the friggin' Res well, Resident fucking, Evil train. Hey, all I played was like Mario, Zelda, Pokemon growing up, so shut the fuck up, Cole. I was sheltered. Uh, I My first Xbox was as the Resident Evil 5 edition, like the super rare one. Yeah. Now it sits in my basement because it got red ringed to death. After like many years, like four years, it got red ringed, but I kept it. Alright. Okay, so next game here is Contra Rogue Corps is coming to the Switch September 24th. It's a new Contra, uh, it'll have local and online multiplayer for four players, and the Contra Anniversary Collection is available today. Right now. now. I've never wow. played Contra. I'm j I just can't get over the fact that Cole and I are in fucking sync. I'm like reaching yeah, over, man. I was reaching I over. I knew it was going to happen. Reaching over to the fucking FX fader, and then you fucking said it at the same time I did. I know you too well. Yeah. Um, I... I think I haven't played a Contra game because I got too frustrated playing it. Because uh, I, when I was playing it, I was a child and not very good. 
Yeah, that happens when you're a child and you play mature games. You're not very good at it. Not very good. Even that at kid games, I suck. Yeah, that must explain why Cole still sucks at video games. Still, because I'm still a child, Will? Yeah. I could sail circles around you on Sea of Thieves. <laughs> That's not true. You're actually pretty darn good. <laughs> I've gotten better. Yeah. We had a great haul last night. Oh, yeah. You joined us. <laughs> oh, man. I was asleep. I passed out so hard last night. But who cares about that? Because we still got a lot to go through here. Not yeah, really. Not we're getting, much. Yeah, we're getting to the end here. Uh, the remake of Panzer Dragoon is coming to the Switch this winter. If you don't know what that is, then uh, you, you guys talk about it. Yeah, it says you have a feature to read, but do we have a feature to read? Here, let's open the so feature. So if I remember correctly, Panzer Dragoon was for the Sega Saturn. Yes, it is. So, so here's what it says. 94. Oh, jeez. I love the cover art for this. So it it's was like a, a chick riding a, a dragonfly looking pterodactyl with armor on. That's dope. <laughs> I'm I'm into that. That's awesome. <laughs> so it says uh, it was a series created in house at Sega specifically for the Saturn console. It was there when Saturn launched in 1994, full of hope for the future. It was there at the end, a swan song for the few diehard Saturn players who stuck around. The Saturn Panzer Dragoon trilogy spanned genres, beginning with shooters before making it improbable shift to role playing. Its best days were on the Saturn and only got one post-Saturn release before it was dormant. Aww. And now, it's coming to the Switch. Yeah, it looks dope. Like, just looking back at some of this stuff, it looks awesome. Even for that time, those graphics look sweet. Anyways, uh, yeah, Panzer Dragoon, never heard of it. I never owned a Saturn, though, so that's probably why. Yeah, that's before our time. Is it? I think so. Wait, you 94 were... is when I was born. Really? I was born in 92, yeah. and Will was born in uh, 89, and his birthday's on Sunday, so he's he's turning the big 3-0. Yeah. Oh, man. Now everyone knows how old Will is. Please send Will a card. Um, Everybody send Will a card. You know, I'm looking card. at the the, uh, the the box art for this, <laughs> like Cole said, and literally everything on the box, like on the, t the front, you can picture out as a Pokemon now. Like, there's Sorok. <laughs> okay, you're going to Looks like Rotom. Okay, now I'm opening the Albert. Like, <laughs> I think Kyogre. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. For the box art? Yeah. Polygon? Poly... Poly... Uh, yeah. Polygon oh, there's, there's Deoxys there right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, that's like a Salamence holding a fucking Waylord by the by the, <laughs> by the the wing. Um, yeah, I can, I can see it totally. Oh, yeah. Now we, know where, now we know where they got the inspiration from. So, all right. Uh... Last thing here, Emperor of Sin is a new game from Romero Games. Looks like the sort of film noir, 1930s zoot suit crime drama sort of thing. Speakeasies and dames and such uh, in development from Romero Games, a studio founded by John Romero, who made Doom, and uh, Brenda Romero, who made uh, Wizardy 8 and Jagged Alliance 2, and Paradox Interactive. It'll be out spring 2020. Man, I like speakeasies, dames. I've got a huge like. I love the 1930s, 40s, 50s kind of era. Music, suits, detective work. Okay, um, have you seen this video? It's like the uh, um, eras of dancing, and it started with like the 1910s, and then it went through yeah, all, all yeah. the way up to like the 2010s. It's like between the like the 60s and like the 2000s, like dancing just shit the bed so fucking hard. 
and, <laughs> and yeah, because like from the 1910s and the 19 to the 1950s, just so classy, so fucking classy. All the dancing, and then we're gonna just, do a like, podcast on dancing. Yeah, and dancing games as well. Mm. No, we won't do that. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, I think that's a really good idea. <laughs> look, look, looking forward to these things now, everybody. If they had that mode on, like Dance Dance Revolution or whatever the fuck Will said it was, nineteen thirties. Yeah, nineteen thirties dancing. Yeah, um, that would be pretty dope. So they showed off a sizzle reel uh, for even more games to get ported to the Switch, including Spy with the Dragon, which is kind of sh- shocking. Um, Nino Kuni, Minecraft Dungeons, The Sinking City. Uh, and Alien Isolation. Oh, oh Nine, yeah. Minecraft Dungeons actually looks pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like like Diablo 3, but with Minecraft. Oh, weren't they shutting down something with Minecraft? Like the Minecraft something something. I don't up. think so. Yeah, I haven't heard. It's Minecraft, no, Minecraft still got yeah. a huge follow. No, I know. It's I, know too, I mean, they just released like two massive updates and they're working on the third one. Out of, I don't know, five or something. Where's my mouse? I'm trying to search shit. Minecraft. I fucking read it that Minecraft was was shutting down like online or something. But yeah, Minecraft. Minecraft was shutting down the video games now podcast for lying about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm actually kind of excited for the Sinking City. Have you guys seen the, any of that game yet? Yeah, I was. I've seen a bunch of trailers and stuff, and it's very. It's like a like another detective. Uh, nineteen like forties kind of style with Cthulhu and yep, uh, yeah, yeah, it looks very interesting. I was watching the trailer and I watched some gameplay and you know it looks interesting and the story kind of intrigues me. So this is probably a game I'll pick up. I didn't think it was going to come to the Switch. So there you go. Yeah. Hmm. Alien Isolation though is that not a remake of the game from like? Or the same game that came out like four years ago or three years ago. It's that yeah, that one. I never, I never played it, but I mean, I watched a, a whole walkthrough of it. It's where you're the, you're Ripley's daughter, and you're looking for her in space. Yeah, that, there's aliens. some super scary parts in that. I hid in a locker trying to make sure the fucking queen yeah. fucking alien didn't get me. And and the I thing about it is, it can show up at like any time, right? I think that's what yeah. it was like. At any point in the game, it can show up. So, I mean, you could replay the game as many times as you want, and you would never get the same encounters. It always come at different different yep. times. You have to run and hide, because you can't really fight her. Yeah, and like, sometimes it would take, like, so long for her to come, and then all of a sudden it would come out of nowhere, or, like, you'd get frequent, so... Oh, yeah. yeah it's, that it's game had some jump scares, I can tell you. Yeah, good mechanic. I mean, you can play off that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then new Super Lucky's Tale. So we know Lucky's Tale is kind of like an RP, uh, RP, not RPG, but a platformer. I never played it. I do know of it. So I'm guessing new Super Lucky's Tale is just uh, number two. Yeah. New Super. So I, I couldn't find anything on the Minecraft thing. So disregard, disregard that. I, I read that somewhere. I think oh, they're talking we've about. We've all disregarded it so long Shut ago. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Um. <laughs> I think they were shutting down servers for like an old, old Minecraft like mode, mm. like online mode is what it, what I think it was. Ah, uh, there's quite a few online modes and stuff. <clears throat> um, All right, so I think now that we're getting to the end of the podcast, I think we have to talk about the biggest uh, announcement of the whole conference. Yeah, I mean they would save it for last, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo Olympics. 
Cole, nice. I yeah, I was going to say, Cole, I don't know <laughs> if you heard, but yeah. Um, so Mario, I played Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 games for my 3DS, because that was the only other game I could fucking buy at the time. Uh, and I got to say, I did not have any fucking fun playing it. <laughs> horrible fucking series. I also played Mario and Sonic at the a winter, uh, a winter Games 2010 or something, or one of, one of the fucking winter ones. And yeah, it was also uh, equally atrocious. I was talking to somebody recently, and I can't remember who it was, but they were so excited for this game, the Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo Olympics. Like, they were stoked, and they loved the Olympic Games, so maybe you guys I mean, just had... I mean this in the nicest way, Olympics. Cole, yeah. but uh, is your friend retarded? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, no. I think it, I think it actually might have been Adam. Well, then I, I already know the answer. With, <laughs> yeah. I think he's, he's gone retarded trying to teach you how to play Sea of Thieves. <laughs> I love Adam's dry, like, sense of teaching. Oh, um, yeah. Like, uh, you'll be like, oh, but shouldn't we do this? You'll be like, uh, yeah, no. You yeah. should. Oh. You and should uh, everybody who's, who's listening, who's made to this point, on the Video Games Now YouTube, I'm trying to put together kind of like a bunch of videos like i've been doing a bunch of streaming and recording and i'm going to throw together some stuff so next time we we sit down and play some cfds i'm going to try to try to get a bunch of footage and play and put together so you guys can see why we love talking about cfds so much and why uh why we still have a good time playing it despite of all the all the controversy it has so get excited <laughs> for that yeah. yeah rodney and i uh played uh, and did some souls uh, out in uh, devil's roar yesterday and uh fuck, how many how many skulls do you think we had, Ronnie? Uh, we had we had fourteen skulls last night. Did we? Yeah. Well, oh man, you did, it was a good you haul. Did, you did four trips with the with the treasure chest, and then you had, yep. you had one left, or so that's thirteen oh. then. But Jeez. you brought you brought two over yourself. Oh yeah, I did. So we had fifteen. Yeah. So, yeah. Good haul. So. But uh, anyways, everybody, thanks a lot for uh, listening to our E three roundup uh, over the last three podcasts. Hopefully. And please leave us a review on whatever you're listening to us on, whether that be Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, whatever whatever the fuck you're listening to us on. Uh, leave us a review. It really helps us out. And uh, then you can also check out our website, videogamesnow.ca. You can find links to our social media pages. And uh, if you're listening to this on the internet for some reason, I don't think we have very many of that, but uh, you'll find links to uh, all of our pages on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, all that shit. So... Uh, hey Cole, anything else you want to add to the uh, to the mix here? Yeah, um, uh, Rod or what is it? Will watches hentai. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say early on. Wow. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. All right. Nothing. Nothing. Well, at all. I, I guess most. I guess most anime now is basically like fucking hentai. Dude. I thought Rodney would laugh. Even at my worst jokes, Rodney still laughs and I got nothing from him. Well, no. Okay, well, I I was actually going to bring up what Will just said about that fucking anime bullshit, where it's like every anime now is like... Like, it, the animators have never felt a tit in their life. Like, it's just the most... Have you seen it, the physics? Like, they walk now and it feels like those things are trying to come loose. Okay, what fucking what anime was that? It was called uh, Zombie High School or something. Oh. High School of the Dead. That's what it was. Yeah. High School that I've never seen worse human like in anatomy physics in my fucking life. 
Like this school guy. School of the Dead. No, it's called uh, uh, High School, school of, the, of dead. the Dead. If I Google this, am I gonna get viruses? <laughs> no, it, it was it was actually a great cool. series. I enjoyed it, and yeah. uh, the manga with this it was supposed to get a second season for anyone who looks this up and gets involved. But the actual creator of the show, if I remember correctly, he actually passed away from illness. Yeah. Um, when he was working on the manga, because it ended up on a break, and uh, then it just ended up dead. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, the, the so I died here. I'm reading some of it. Plot. So near yeah. the end of the of the anime, in the first season there, so this guy shoots a bullet at this, um, at them, and the bullet travels through the the air, and then this girl is just like laying on her back, and like the, her tits like dodge the bullet, like they went up and they went like, but I I can't even explain it. It's fucking <laughs> retarded. Like I couldn't I couldn't believe how fucking dumb that was, and uh, that ruined the the whole episode for me. I couldn't even pay attention to the rest of the episode because I'm so upset how fucking dumb that was. I was gonna read the plot, but it's so generic. Like just think of any zombie movie ever. And that's the plot of this. Well, just think of any zombie anime, um, anime ever. Like a group of high school students are dealing with a worldwide pa- uh, uh, pandemic called the outbreak and surviving the zombie apocalypse in their school. Like, yeah, they don't stay in their school. No, though, they uh, leave. Right they away. go all around the town and they even leave the city and stuff like that. And the main character, he starts off as a wuss and he becomes a badass. Yeah, it's this like nerdy kid. It sounds like anime. <laughs> Yeah, it's this nerdy kid, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go into shop class and, and get a nail gun, and he's, like, headshotting fucking zombies with a nail gun. <laughs> I was supposed to do the Wikipedia, and I just stopped in a line that says, it is described as borderline pornographic. Yeah, yeah. see? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's, that, yeah. that show is, like, 75%, like, upskirt shots. Like, mm-hmm. they just threw storytelling oh. right out the window and just want, want fucking some Asian kid in his bedroom to get a fucking wet dream. <laughs> Rob, but, ruthless now. We should probably end the podcast, but uh, I hope everyone tunes in and uh, checks out our <laughs> Legend of Zelda podcast next, <laughs> or our Dance Dance Revolution podcast next. I forgot we were recording, and I just said some horrendous shit. Did. We'll, we'll see who has more push, me or Will, if we do le- uh, Zelda or Dance Dance. All right, okay. Thanks a lot, everybody. We'll see you all in the next one. Bye bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.